0: This is Baby Hour, radio for parenting.
1: Hello, and a very warm welcome to today's expert guests. I have Dina Goldberg with me today, and she's a pediatric optometrist. It's a difficult one for me to say. She also teaches optometry skills. Hi, Dina, and a very warm welcome to
0: Baby Hour. Thank you very much for having me.
1: Okay, I'm going to ask you some of the questions I'm sure you're asked uh, in, frequently. First of all, when would a baby need his first eye test? I mean, he can't read the chart, obviously. So <laughs> uh, what, what age would we be looking at?
0: So, um, apart from like a small check that they do at the hospital after a baby is born, uh, the best time to have their first routine check is actually very young. It's about nine months to one years old. That's a great time um, to check a child for the first time. Okay, is there anything that we should be looking for before that? For example, if the the baby's got a
1: bit, a bit of a squint, like my grandson had, would be would be we were looking at a test
0: earlier if we noticing noticing something a bit unusual. Yeah, so if you um, notice that their child is squinting, like one eye is kind of going inwards or floating outwards or even floating upwards or downwards, um, you'd be booking them in for an appointment before their nine months um, age. Uh, also, if you think they're not following, if they don't seem to be following your face or following like bright toys, um, or if you notice their eyelid is drooping or there's some sort of medical problem that you're noticing with their eyes, like they're always getting eye infections, that would be a time when you'd want to get them checked even before their first routine uh, eye appointment okay and who would who would you actually
1: go to who would who would be would, would your um maternity nurse would be, be, be the person or your daughter would the person who would you go to first of all to get the to get passed over to, you know to get to get sent to the uh, trump so it's
0: really it's really gonna be dependent on what country you're in, um, how basically your primary care works, which means who do you get to see first? So in some places you can just go directly to see like a pediatric optometry team or ophthalmology team, and it's it's really easy. Um, sometimes you have to go to your like general or family practitioner. Your like family doctor or your referral refer you onwards. Excellent. Um, So it just really depends, and it's also like where you live. Like the services are so different depending on like what city you're in as well.
1: Okay, so the next question is, and this is a big, big question because I think I don't think everybody wants to know the answer to this question: When the baby's born, can they see? When can they see? When do they see colours? What do they see? Or do they see?
0: Um, So they're basically we're developed, uh, kids' eyes are developed towards what they need to do at a certain age. So after a baby is born, they're really only being able to look at their milk. So that's the kind of distance they can see, you know, if they're in like a parent's arms and they're looking at their mother or they're looking at the bottle. That's really what they're seeing in their first uh, few months of life. And it slowly, slowly develops their vision. And it's only when they get to this nine months, one years old, that they really start to see something in the distance. Um, like you often hear parents saying, like, it's so funny, my, uh, my seven-month-old year like is not interested in television. And that's because they can't really see it if it's on the other uh, side of the room. But when they start getting to a year, about a year old, they really start to see things far away. And even after that point, their eye vision is still developing. And it will be when they're about five or six years old that they have fully developed vision, uh, like an adult. So as much as that, um, they're five or six years old. Wow, that's that's quite... Yeah, surprising. that's when we start, to, Yeah that's when we start to measure vision that is like the same as an adult's level it's only when they get to about five years old they can still see very well before that but in terms of like if we're going from like a scientific perspective of measuring vision with like a test chart it's only when they get to about like five or six and they're really seeing as well as a, as an adult and what about colors? colors colors is around five to six months
1: okay so that just reminds me of a funny story. It's not actually an eye story, it's an ear story. A friend of mine, she was a grandma, like I'm a grandma, and she was asked to look after her daughter's first the baby, and she was carrying a tray of food, and the baby was to, had her back to the, the grandma, and she dropped the tray, and the baby started to howl and cry, and the mother came running in. She said, what are you doing? You're upsetting the baby. She said to her, do you know what? Now you know your baby can hear. You don't You don't have it. your baby can hear. <laughs> <laughs> so. It's it's just—it's the same kind of idea with the eyes and what do they see, and you know, uh, just thinking the same.
0: Exactly it's very very linked to hand and eye coordination like as their vision gets better you know when it starts to again you have a big leap of eye development i said around when they start seeing colors five to six months old and that's around when babies start to crawl and they start to be able to like uh, pick up food and little toys that's around nine months to a year old because their hand-eye coordination is getting even better and that's because their vision is developing uh, even more they can grasp for things in the distance um, they can point to things that they want. So that's all linked to their vision developing, is the same as linked to their general development. And obviously they don't bump into things when they
1: start walking because they cannot see them, you know, in front of them. They're not you know, they're not bumping in, they're tumbling because they're stumbling. They're not tumbling because they can't see, you know, to, are they hitting a chair or a table or whatever. Okay, so the next question obviously is, how do you actually check a young child? You're saying nine months old is probably when they get their first check. I mean, clearly they're not able to read the charts and I, I don't think you could even show them pictures. What, are you going to show them pictures of their mother's breast? What is it, the actual test or the actual examination?
0: Okay, so what um, I really like to do is we use toys. And we basically move the toy around the child's head and we see if they're following it. That's like a really good sign that they're seeing something, if they can follow a little toy um, around the room. Um, Another thing that we check is we look at eye movement. So we're looking at all their muscles. Are they working in every direction that they should be? Uh, This helps us rule out if they have any kind of like squints going on. Um, We are also going to be putting eye drops in your child's eyes. Um, If you're maybe an adult, you may have had this kind of, we call it a dilated eye check because uh, we make the black part of the eye, their pupils go very large. And um, when we do that or the reason we do that is because children have like hyperactive eye muscles, their muscles in their eyes and their lens inside their eye is working overtime. Um, and they also wriggle a lot of children. <laughs> so it can make the eye test very hard. So we put these special drops in and it basically relaxes um, their eyes. And we can measure with uh, some of our equipment and the uh, lenses exactly what kind of prescription the child has. And we can also check inside the health of the child's eye. So that's kind of what you're expecting uh, to get from a child's first eye test. OK, so obviously the
1: next question is. How do you get a small child to wear glasses? I know the little girl up the stairs uh, where I live, she's about two, and they moved in a couple of months ago. And after the first month, I noticed that she had a little bunny pair of glasses on. And I said to her, Mom, you know, how is she, how is she getting on with her glasses? And she said, well, she's getting on fine, but it's me. She said, I'm a bit, I'm, a bit, <laughs> I'm the problem here, not the, not my daughter. But how do, how do you get them to actually keep the glasses on their Face. and also if they so fall
0: classes exactly so the technology for kids eye for eyeglasses is like completely taken off there is so much on the market now um but they make these really cute like plastic and lightweight frames um that are made like perfect for like little babies and children's noses and they come with bands that can go around uh, the back of their head oh so, so it's like a plastic quite, band, it's like like sw- like elastic band like we are right here it's band. like swimming goggles Oh, like It's just like a swimming goggles. Yeah, like that. And you can adjust it as a child gets bigger.
1: That's a very clever.
0: As a child gets a bit older, they sometimes don't like the band at the back of their head. So you can get these like they almost look like ear hooks, um, a bit like a hearing aid almost. It looks like and they slide them onto the back of the glasses and it keeps the glasses uh, in its place. Um, but you should always get the glasses for a young child, like fitted by a professional um, just to make sure that they're sitting correctly and they're less likely to fall off.
1: Okay, so we've got the child and he's wearing his glasses, and he's you're saying he's, he's seen the colors already. And it, when do we, when do we see when when would our next test be? So if they're having a test at nine months, would the child go on to not wear glasses, or would they continue to wear glasses? Or in the case of my grandson, he had a bit of a squint. He's thirteen now and he wears glasses all the time. You know, but he, I mean, he's quite okay with that. Obviously, he's grown up with glasses. Uh, whereas his brother, who also had to slight squint, he had glasses for a little while, and then that's it. You know, they so what, how do we know, and where do we go? And will my grandson always wear glasses? We'll probably go to contacts,
0: so... but. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so let's just start with, with a routine child. If a, if a kid doesn't have any eye problems at a one year check, uh, we'll usually invite them back at when they're about three or four years old. And again, before they start school, uh, or around like the five-year-old age, that's for someone that has no issues. Um, if a child has a squint or we find that they have a lazy eye or they have like a significant, uh, for prescription that means any they glasses they're going to be on a much uh, we're going to call them back and put them on um, to see them a lot quicker so that we might tell you to come back even just after three months after their first pair of glasses just to see how they're getting on um we usually don't leave young children without an eye test for about six months if they're wearing glasses because you know what they're like at their age just like their body and their development is changing rapidly so can their eyes so we need to watch them uh, quite closely um, there's actually about nearly 100 different types of squints and lazy eyes. It's, and it's, very, it's very, very hard to predict when a kid comes in at one years old if they're still going to be wearing glasses when they're 10. Um, so we always tell parents, you know, we just have to take it one stage at a time. We'll see you in six months and we'll go from there.
1: Of course, obviously, the other question is, is it, is it hereditary? You know, if the the dad's got glasses and the mum's got glasses, is it very likely that the child will have glasses? Or it's not? How how deeply connected is it? How hereditary is it? How in- yeah, much? It, is it? It, it, it
0: glasses is like definitely genetic i think it's that classic thing of like environment versus genetics um you can have two parents who both wear glasses because they're short-sighted and if you just put the kid in the right environment they're going to be even more short-sighted maybe than their parents were so it's kind of a mixture of both things but we do know genetics plays a really big part and it's something we ask at every child's appointment like what is your family history so we kind of know what to look out for Okay, a couple more questions. As I said, my grandson's 13 now, and he's always
1: wearing glasses. So, what what are the chances that he'll uh, obviously he'll he'll go? To, uh, the next uh, leads me on to the next question because he was talking about contacts the other day because he's, he's going to be a with there You know, then he's going to be 13 soon, so he started to think about his looks and you know the. So he was yeah. asking about contacts. So, what age could we we What age do you think is uh, the minimum age where they can be using contacts?
0: Um, it's really dependent actually on the maturity of the child so um, you know you do have some kids coming in who are like so motivated they really want to wear contact lenses Um, this is going to sound quite funny but we can tell that they're hygienic as in they look quite clean their hands look clean Um, they seem like a responsible teenager and I think if they kind of fulfill all all those criteria, and their parents are also motivated and on board you can start around 12 years old contact lenses Um, but you've really got to have a child so that that you can tell that they're going to be responsible and hygienic with their lenses because you are uh, putting at the end of the day you're putting a foreign body in your eye when you wear contacts so you've got to have a child and their family who's on board with uh, taking care of them. Okay another couple of quick questions and then we're going to wrap
1: it up. Obviously the big 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 question today is phones and babies and I mean, I, I go out often. Well, I used to go out a lot more before I had Corona. But I, you know, I'm in the street often as most people are, and I see every other parent with their child in their buggy, and their child is holding a phone, and there's a song coming out or something's coming out. And some of these babies can barely sit up, you know, in their buggies. And you were saying that they don't even really see until they're nine months old. So obviously, well, I think it's pretty obvious this not going to be having a good effect on their children's
0: eyes? So, yeah, so the reason why you might have a young baby looking at a phone again, they can't really see you so far in the distance. But yeah, a baby at six months can have a phone which is close to them and they can see it. Um, it's still quite undecided exactly what the effects are on the eyes, but just from like a general paediatric uh, reasoning, they say the kids under one shouldn't be having any screen time. It's just not good for their development. Um, and I think once you get to the one to three year old range, you're looking at maybe like half an hour a day of like quality viewing. Uh, we don't want kids watching rubbish, but obviously if it's something a bit educational, that's OK. And then that slowly goes up as a child goes, uh, gets older. Um, what we do know that is not good for the eyes is kids being indoors all the time. So the issue with screens, computers, mobile phones it is an it's an activity that children do when they're inside. And that is not good for their eye development. And we there's been an explosion of children across the world who are short-sighted. And this is something that we didn't see 30 or 40 years ago. And they can basically trace that all back to when basically the world became more educated. Everyone was staying inside and studying and using computers. And uh, the advice at the moment is that all children should be spending at least an hour outdoors every day getting natural sunlight in their eyes. And if there is a family history of glasses wear, well, especially like being short sighted, they're saying even up to two hours is beneficial uh, for them. Okay, Uh, just before we wrap up, uh, the young
1: mothers, especially new mothers, the what's the advice? If something gets in the eyes, maybe if they're having the bath and the shampoo gets in their eyes, or I don't know, if they're even if they're eating small little candies or or something, and so some, you know, bit of flour gets in their eye or something like this. What do you do? I mean, panic is what most people do, but but <laughs> what <laughs> uh, what what's best for mum to do? You know, for the eye. You know, I don't know to splash a bit of water in or. To try and wipe it with a clean. Um, so, something
0: that I like, I love telling people is like a great thing just to have it. Yeah, to have in the medicine cabinet. Um, it, they make these like disposable tiny little bottles of saline water um they're like these tiny vials that you can buy from the chemist and not only are they amazing for babies like if they get a cold and you want to like irrigate and put water up their nose but they're amazing just for like washing out the eye and you just know there's nothing bad in them because they're it's uh, saline water it's a bit different from like tap water which they're. yes i know I, I was i was using um,
1: actually now when i had corona I, I was using saline in my eyes because there's an eye problem yeah it's uh, so exactly
0: you, it's this it's just a great safe way to wash out the eyes and if after let's say i don't know a few minutes of doing that you're still worried then you know it's an emergency you take them to the hospital to get it checked out
1: okay that's absolutely wonderful so a- any words of advice uh, for any new young moms or any you know infant children about their eyes uh, any any words of advice before we go to tell the listeners uh, Anything that we've not covered? I think we've covered quite a lot today, actually.
0: Yeah, we've definitely covered um, quite a lot. I do think it's important to know that um, children uh, can't tell us what's wrong with them, uh, especially from when you're a baby. So that's why it's really important just to take them for the routine checks. And uh, if you do, unfortunately, have a child that doesn't have good vision, um, they won't complain about it because they don't know the world and any different way because it's what they're born with so uh just to remind everyone that it's just really important to keep taking them taking them for their routine checks the earlier that we sort out eye problems uh the better the long-term results are
1: excellent well dina i'm absolutely delighted that you came with us to, to here on baby hour and i hope you're going to come and visit us, visit us again very soon thank you ever so much i'm sure you've helped loads and loads of young mums today thank you ever so much thanks for having me you're more than welcome you're tuned to baby hour i'm carolyn m and we'll be with you again very very soon
0: this is baby hour radio for parenting